0: Check, check, one, two, check, mics on From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration Alright, welcome back to another edition of Mics On This is episode 61 So just like that, we're up into the 60s and uh, I didn't have to go too far for my next guest, but um, actually, it's also his birthday. So we have to say a big happy birthday to our library media specialist, Mr. Jim Miller. Welcome, Jim. How are you, sir? i doing fine. Thank you very much. Yeah? All right. Well, you ready for this? Quite a birthday present, huh? You yeah, get to be on bet. a podcast. Huh? I get to be famous. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Jim, how long have you been working here at Selvage now?
1: I believe this is my 12th year here now. Yeah? Yeah.
0: And prior to being a librarian, what did you do?
1: I was uh, prior, directly prior to here at Selvage. I was over at Crestview for 11 years teaching 7th and 8th grade math and science.
0: All right. So we're going to stop right there in terms of your educational stuff because I want to get into some fun questions and then we'll come wrapping back around to all the things that make Jim Miller... Jim Miller. Okay. Right. However you so want these to do are, it, so, 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 um, I don't know if you heard the one The one of our teachers, Mr. Rich Blackford decided to interview me one time. Um, and he came up with like 15 questions and he said, I'm taking this from one of the late night talk shows. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I've got a list of 15 questions for you. I said, great. <laughs> but these are fun kind of questions, just maybe to kind of get the ball rolling and um, just kind of find out a little bit more about you. So if you'll bear with me, we're going to ask a couple off, I don't know, just fun questions, okay? All right, let's see what so you So first question, who's your favorite cartoon character?
1: Oh, wow, okay. Okay. Um... Speedy Gonzalez. There
0: you go, yeah. riba riba. Yeah. And Slowpoke Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Those were the days, right? Yeah. All right. What's your favorite way to relax?
1: Well, I like to sit and read. Yeah. As you might guess, um, especially if it's out on the back patio in yeah. the shade with a nice breeze, that's always good. All right. Go on canoeing. All right. Perfect. Do
0: you have a favorite time of
1: day? I tend to be a morning person. Yeah, like to yeah. get up
0: and get after it.
1: Yeah, I get up before the rest of the family, and so I actually have some alone time to just sit and think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you get uh, do you get up early enough where it's quite a bit of alone time, or is it uh, everybody like to sleep in at the house? Yeah, probably four <laughs> hours or so. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what's your favorite way to exercise or to get in exercise at home? I kind of might know this,
1: but i um, at home, probably biking. Yeah. And I also play a lot of hockey. So,
0: yeah. So, um, when it's cold out though, you're doing a lot of indoor biking, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've got a the trainer station. down in the basement. Yeah.
0: Cause you do a ton of biking.
1: I'm, I'm working on it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk more about that. Um, this one is kind of silly, but describe yourself in one word. Loyal, I love it. That's awesome. And that that does describe you. Uh, Name one item that's still on your bucket list.
1: Skydiving.
0: Really? Yes. You want to jump out of a perfectly good good plane.
1: And and see if I live. (laughs) (laughs) I'll wait until a little later when I'm closer to the end. Do you know of anybody who has done that? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I've got a group of friends. We've been friends since middle school and high school. And I believe all of them except for me have done it.
0: Oh, geez! So they got to get you out for a turn, huh? Yeah. Would yeah. they do it a second time? I'm oh, guessing. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure. They, they don't care, huh? Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, name one of your role models as a child.
1: Well, my dad.
0: Yeah. What yeah. about your dad? Was was such a role model for you?
1: Well, he he was always able to figure things out. If he needed to get something done, he he figured out how to do it, how it worked, and, and
0: a little bit of a tinkerer. Uh,
1: absolutely, he. Uh, <laughs> And I think you know this already. He, They don't. And, and Everybody else doesn't. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he owned and drove his own top fuel funny car. Yeah. And so he did all the mechanic work on it and, and built the frame for one of them and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff.
0: So, like, how old were you when he was kind of doing that stuff?
1: Well, he was doing it when I was born. Okay. And he continued doing it until I was about 11 or 12 or so.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, do you get? To, did he get to an age where it's like I just can't do that anymore? Or,
1: well, no. He and my mom got divorced. Okay. All and right. And he started dating my stepmother. Okay. And she was like, "You got to get a real job. <laughs> if you're going to support me." So. <laughs> no so more so funny he, car. Yeah. He finally got smart about that. Oh, okay. He came back to it in later life. Yeah. He Started another business and that. He was had enough money at that point in his life that he started driving nostalgia funny car. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How how does somebody get into that world? I mean
1: uh nowadays it's all of these uh go-kart racing and yeah. all that kind of stuff and you work your way up, although the top fuel quarter mile, well now it's a fifth mile yeah. uh type stuff is a little bit different, but it's still the same type of deal.
0: So why did they was there a reason why they changed it from a quarter mile to a a fifth mile? Uh,
1: I don't personally know for sure, but I believe it's because of the cost of uh, nitromethane and alcohol and all that. Okay. and That extra bit of distance with the uh, heat in the motor and everything, it's just burning things up. I so, see. Yeah. So
0: you just reduce it a little bit, and then it, it hopefully wear and tear on the engine isn't so it, bad, and, and that kind of stuff. And cost
1: of the nitromethane. I hear which, you. Uh, they buy it in 55-gallon drums yeah. and... and Yeah, it's
0: hikes. So where did he do a lot of his racing?
1: Well, here in St. Louis, but he traveled all over the United States and and into Canada. Um, They like racing up there a lot, too.
0: Did you get to go with him to Uh, places? Yes, I did. Like, what what was one of the cool places you got to go?
1: Uh, Up to uh, Toronto, Canada. Really? Um, I've been to probably, I forget the exact number, 36 or something states, most of them were going with him to wow, different that's races awesome. and stuff.
0: That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Was it just you and him, or was it family? What? How? How was it? Uh, he most had of the a, times?
1: a couple other guys that always went with him, you know, okay. to help him because you just can't do it all on, by yeah. yourself. And I would go. It actually, after a while, it was like, "Well, are we going through a new state? Then I'll come."
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: But. Uh, you know, he had a couple guys that always came with him. You know, his crew that he paid to be there with yeah. him and stuff. So,
0: yeah, and and that's an interesting part of it. Is there money to be made? I mean, there's oh. pur- there's purses to be won and that kind of stuff. Oh, and so that's kind of how he then pays too. Because
1: well, yeah, you got paid more races you won on that weekend. The more you got paid. Okay. And, and then right as he was starting to get out of racing, that's when all of the big uh, sponsors came along Mattel the uh Gene Snow Ravel Snowman yes. and, um yeah. Don the Snake Perdome yeah. and Tom McEwen, yeah. the Mongoose and, yeah. okay. and all these people start getting big money right as he was getting out so um unfortunately if he'd been able to hang in there a little longer he might have been there with them
0: All right so um that's pretty cool yeah. I mean did you have any other siblings that, that were kind of a part of the action at all? or
1: uh, No, not really. Um, I was the oldest. Okay. And as I grew up, probably the main reason why I didn't go into it was he continually told me, don't be a racer. You don't want to be a racer because <laughs> he was always in the garage thrashing yeah. till night yeah. at night to get ready for the next race and yeah. stuff. So. so
0: he had to have a daytime job and then he would do the... Oh, no. Oh, okay. Oh, no. So it was, it was all about time. racing. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. good, all right. That's good stuff. So, um, what would you do if you had all the money in the world?
1: <laughs> well, I, I'd probably buy some <laughs> new books for the library, um, but I'd do a lot of travel.
0: You're funny. You're going to buy some new books for this library? Yeah, this oh, library. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> well, I work here. I, you know, this is my library. So, uh, so uh, do you dis do you like or dislike camping?
1: I like to camp. And why? I like getting out in nature and just being there and and listening to the animals and seeing the different stuff that you can see, whatever might show up. And, yeah. All right. And quiet, solitude. Do you have a favorite place that
0: you like to go, or do you like to explore different places? uh,
1: just like your answer to the million dollars, I'd like to go everywhere and see everything and camp everywhere. But yeah. we have gone to the uh, Smoky Mountains and camp there, cool. and that was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. How about
0: um, do you have a favorite family tradition, either when you were younger or with your own family now?
1: Well, our family tends to, my wife's and my family, tend to get together at all the holidays. And okay. I really like getting together yeah. with family and everything. So, yeah. that, so any of those kind of holiday, holiday
0: yeah. traditions, right? Yeah. How about, do you have a favorite sport?
1: Ice hockey. Yeah. I think anyone that knows me knows that. So
0: So yeah. do you remember like going to your first game or did, you, did yes. you play first before you went to a game or how did you get into it?
1: Uh, the Blues started playing. And 68, uh, 67, yeah. 67, 68 yeah, yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. And, um, I saw him on TV and for some reason I wanted to do that. <laughs> and I started playing the next year and, uh, at the Kirkwood hockey, uh, league. Yeah. And my mom tells me about the first game I was in. Actually, I didn't want to go to the first game. Really? I didn't realize that they actually shifted the lines off and new ones came on i thought i was gonna have you're gonna be there the whole whole time yeah and and i knew i wouldn't up to that but um my mom was talking about one of the people in the stands next to her yeah i'm out there and they said oh he's like a little tripod because i was leaning (laughs) on my stick to stand up
0: so uh, how old were you when you started then six okay yeah and then you have been skating ever since yeah so found a love
1: for it right away and, and just kind of played. Did you play up through high school? Um, I did not play for high school, but I played completely, you know, through it,
0: Recreational and, and right all on. that kind of yeah. stuff. Because you still actually get after it, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's that like? Like how often and are you playing? And then what's it like to actually get together with guys who might be younger than you or or around the same age? Just talk a little bit about that experience.
1: All right. Um Right now, I'm actually just getting ready to start again because of the pandemic. Right. I stopped when it yeah. came along. Yeah. Um, but I generally play once or twice a week. Okay. Um, I have a Friday night pickup league that I play with just a whole bunch of different people, all different okay. ages. Their sons come. And, and so I, I do enjoy the challenge of trying to keep up with the young <laughs> kids and keep them from scoring <laughs> when I'm out there. Um, you know, kind of keeps you going, I yeah, guess. Yeah, right. And uh, – but that's just a great group of guys, all nice, and and if anyone gets too chippy or something, there there are a couple of guys there who just say, hey, you know, cut it out.
0: Yeah, we don't so, do that here. Yeah, we We're don't just need to We're old folks now. Yep, out.
1: yep. So, and
0: what's kind of cool is you've played with a number of people who you've worked with too.
1: Oh yeah, oh like, yeah.
0: Like anybody that we know here at Salvage.
1: Um, well, the, most of you probably remember Bob Shea he yeah. and I used to play roller hockey a lot together. Yeah. And uh, Matt Schindler, who's yeah. here, um, he and I played ice hockey quite a bit. Uh, until things just got a little too hectic for him and he had yeah, to pull yeah. out for a while but
0: well, family comes first you yep. know how that goes yep that's right so um but now your majority ice hockey or do you like still rollerblade
1: uh, I would like to do it again a little bit but it was not on ice I can pretty much do anything I want on my blades I see. on the yeah. rollerblades it I'm it's not just a different feeling yeah, grip yeah I haven't grown up on it so yeah
0: yeah, yeah. um we could talk hockey all day right Probably. have you yeah. followed bob um, and some of his uh, oh. <laughs> stories about about what's going on you betcha. yeah i always it's watch to
1: see it? what he's got yeah it's it's quite a he's place he's a good story he's well he's a good there.
0: storyteller about he really is yeah you know really makes you feel like you're there <laughs> yeah. you know
1: and the rats over in the corner and, Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey uh You had mentioned, though, he might come by and visit. Have you guys solidified anything? Uh,
1: We have not yet. I told him that uh, you thought it was okay for him to show up, and uh, so he hasn't.
0: Yeah, keep me posted because I do want to see him, miss him. So, all right, where do you want to spend your retirement?
1: Uh, All around the world. Yeah. My wife and I are into biking. Yeah. And uh, so we really look forward to biking over in Europe, and, you know, because we went there to visit our nephew who is living in Utrecht and, um, the biking over there, it's just, it, it's the common thing. Mm-hmm. Everyone bikes and it's so much, they've got biking lanes on right. all the roads for it's you. It's built
0: into really what everybody is, is it, growing exactly up around. Exactly
1: right. And so I look forward to touring around yeah. Europe more than I got to see when I went there before. Yeah. And just biking everywhere.
0: Yeah. Well, it's interesting cuz you know, you see a lot of bikers around here, but it it can be pretty dangerous at times, right? Absolutely. Because we don't really have biking lanes and but we're expected to share the road, but drivers don't always do that, do they?
1: No. And actually when you come up to a stoplight, that that's one of the most dangerous things. You're wanting to take a left and drivers are coming left from the other way and cut through your lane and the lights don't see the bikers while they're waiting there. So you have to scoot up to be able to see, is it clear for me to, you know, go across? Yeah. So
0: what's the longest you've ridden? The hundred and eight miles. Really? Yeah. And what was that for? Just, um,
1: we were doing a century ride. Yeah. And it was the, I think it was the three ferry century ride. Okay. So over into Illinois, start here and over into Illinois and you ride the ferries over there to get back across. That's cool. And, uh, back out into St. Charles again.
0: And you've done all kinds of those, those uh, like, not competitions, but just rides where, you know, whether it's for a cause yeah, or...
1: benefit rides, yeah. Yeah,
0: how about... Do um, you ever do one of those, like, didn't they give like a donut to everybody uh, oh, along the
1: tour to donut? Yeah, <laughs> yes. Uh, do you ever do that one? Uh, I have not actually done that. I have several friends who have.
0: Yeah, but I don't know does. how you could do that though. I
1: mean, eat a donut every so often as you're riding. They do something. I, I think it's like they take a minute off your total time for every donut that you eat. <laughs> but I figure the donut probably puts an extra couple minutes. So oh, you
0: would? So. Hope, I mean, that's that's what you would. I would guess. You yeah. know, I mean, donuts don't help you, do they? Well, they give you some sugar, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, energy for a moment, that's right? right? All right, if you could be on any game show, which one would it be? Would I have to do well? Well, I mean, just which one would you want to uh, be Jeopardy. on? Jeopardy.
1: Oh yeah, what else? that's the best. Yeah, yeah.
0: You still watch since uh, Alex Trebek has passed away? Um,
1: I have not had a lot of time. I've caught a couple here yeah. and there, and they've had a lot of guest hosts. A lot of guest hosts. I just saw the other day they brought out the list of hosts and. How well they did with the audiences and stuff.
0: Because yeah. they are trying to find somebody oh, yeah. to be a yeah. replacement, but that's a tough one to replace.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, Alex was so good about the way he delivered on a podcast. He, he, all he all was good.
1: They, they said Ken Jennings, who was you know long time oh, yeah. oh, champion, yeah. has done the best so far.
0: Yeah. This next one, I think I know the answer to it. But do you prefer books or movies?
1: <laughs> well, actually, I, books, but I, lo, I love to go see the movies, too. Yeah. So,
0: Do you have a favorite book that was turned into a movie that you really
1: like? Like the movie uh, I, was pretty
0: true to the book, uh, that kind of uh, stuff, or
1: uh, one you really liked? I, my absolute favorite book, I almost never read a book twice. Yeah. And I've read um, Wrinkle in Time probably yeah. five or six times. Yeah. I absolutely love that book. Uh, they've made movies out of it, I think, twice. Yeah. And I don't think they've done a good job either time. I'm hoping someday they'll someday do a good job with it. Yeah. yeah, that
0: is a good book.
1: Yeah. What are you reading right now? Uh, actually, I'm just getting ready to start, and it's Me and Sam Sam Save the World, I believe, is the okay. title. All right. And it's a uh, Mark Twain nominee for next year. Yeah,
0: uh, Do you try to read all of the books that come into the library?
1: Uh No. No. no, not not a chance. Oh,
0: okay, well, I didn't know. I mean, yeah. I I know you you are an avid reader. Every time I turn around, you get a book. So
1: um, each year, I probably get between I'll guess five hundred and seven hundred new books. New
0: books, new titles altogether. New
1: titles altogether,
0: and not like um, a reissue or anything. It just I a, probably
1: read about a hundred a year.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, that's about I'm going to say about eighty five more than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's good you're doing 15.
0: Well, I tend to pick up a book, and once I get through with it, i got to take some time off. My problem there. is finding that, that time in which to do it mm-hmm. because I find myself when I get to, to reading, I really get sleepy when I start to read. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. So i got to be really up and ready and, and after it. Um, do you have a favorite genre at all? Fantasy and science fiction. Yeah. They're definitely
1: my favorite area to be.
0: Okay. So, as we look around um, this library, when you came in, we were in a separate place altogether. Talk about what that process was like to transition from the space you were in to a brand new space and having to really kind of work out of the back of a trunk, in a sense. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, t- talk to us a little bit about building a library and what that took from your perspective and, and how it looked.
1: Well, it was um, quite the experience because, as you know, I was brand new librarian. Right. Um, I walked in as you were getting ready to build this new right. library, so uh, I had to learn a lot of stuff real quick. Um, the old library, we had a lot of good books in there, I'd say, but. Now, also a lot when i start going through and seeing what theirs was i'd pull them off the shelf and, and
0: 1969
1: i'd be sneezing um you know because they hadn't been a little, used little dusty anything. huh yeah and I, I did find one book that said it's not uh, a museum it's a library like, well, someday you will walk on the moon yeah you know and it's like oh my gosh you know this one's yeah. already passed yeah. that good
0: that good so, so, so that's what it looked like. But then talk about that process of, of moving from... I mean, the space wasn't too far away from where you are now. No, no. But, but what did we do in that interim while things were being built?
1: Well, um, we, they were still working on the new library. Right. And the old one was being changed for the science rooms. Right. So we had to take over the multi-purpose room. And we had what I did was I took the most used books, the ones the kids loved the most... And put them on the rolling carts down there in the multipurpose room, and we ran the library out of there. Yeah, I uh, had a couple live libra- or uh, computers on uh, carts on carts, and, yeah. and we just took care of it like that as best we could. I think it worked out pretty well overall. Yeah, um, but yeah, it was a little bit hectic. Uh, the kids didn't have the same selection that I would have liked to have them up to have had. But you know, then we got this beautiful, wide open library that actually had windows or our old one it did have skylights Landlocked. but they had been like painted over, over or whatever yeah. so that there was no <laughs> there was no coming light in. coming it was in it's like wow what what was that so yeah yeah so this beautiful library here is just it, it's great
0: it's really kind of one of a kind too and i i think i mean yeah. the way it sits and how it looks um in terms of just having such a wide-open space. Yeah. Is there a favorite thing about the library that you really like? or
1: The windows. Yeah. Yeah, just the, the the sunlight and being able to look out on the field and see the kids out there playing or uh, see the, the snow coming down. Or, or and... the, the geese getting after oh, each oh, other. <laughs> oh, or, yeah, watching the geese you know, make a nest and fight each other over it.
0: And, yeah, right. You know. Yeah, well, it's been really cool to kind of watch uh, the whole process of this place getting to where it is now, um, are you satisfied? Is there still things that you want to work on to make it better?
1: Yeah, the last big change I made was genre-fying all the books, all the fiction
0: books. That was huge because that's moving everything out of basically Dewey Decimal, right? Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because every, well, yeah, actually not so much moving it out. It's almost putting it back in it. Oh, okay. Because now you've got, like in the Dewey Decimal, all the books are grouped by what they're about. Mm-hmm. So now we've got all the books grouped by what they're about, all the action and adventure together and, and historical fiction and whatever. And, and of course there's a lot of overlap there. You have yep. to decide which area the book's going to go into, which usually I try and figure, okay, where are the kids going to see it and read it the most? If I put it over here, they may not look at it. If I put it over here, they'll see it and read it. So that's where it's going to go.
0: Yeah. Talk a little bit about the process that we've had to go through with, uh, having school during this year and the pandemic
1: and, <laughs> and how you've had to deal with it? Well, I, I think that was probably a, a, a little bit, um, <clears throat> everyone had to think hard about what they were doing with that. Um, we had to try and figure out how to get books to the kids. And, and of course at first we were just doing a, a pickup out at the front. Um, we ended up once we started having kids back, we've got tables and all the different pods, uh, the team pods, and we do a team delivery service. And actually, most of the teachers seem to really like that because the the kids don't have to wait two weeks to come down here or try and get in here in between classes or something. Yeah, it's more of a on-demand it, delivery. It, it really is. And I'm thinking we very well might try and keep that next year. Right you know, maybe do two deliveries per day or something. Right. Right now we're trying to do it about every two hours.
0: Yeah. And then, um, it's only been a short time since we've really started letting people back into the library. How's it going?
1: Uh, seems to be going great. I think that the kids like the chance to come back in, especially the, uh, older six or seventh and eighth graders who were here and knew it and liked it, but then weren't able to get here anymore. Um, I think that they like being back in. I think our kids really like our library, especially when we get a chance to get the nice soft chairs back out for and stuff. They'll enjoy that. (laughs) And hopefully
0: once we get into next school year, we'll be able to... Feel like a little bit more normal again. But I'd like to hear you talk a little bit about how, you know, what we've had to go through this last year has kind of changed the way in which you're doing some things, too. Oh, yeah. Because the whole idea of that on-demand delivery kind of thing is really cool. I think the kids really and the teachers really appreciate it. So I I, I really thank you for that. All right. So um, let's get into a little bit of how you got to be here. Right. Where did you go? First of all, are you born and in, in, uh, raised here in St. Louis? Yeah, in Kirkwood. Kirkwood. All yeah. right. Yeah. So talk a little bit. Where, where'd you go elementary on up? Let's let's get after it. Uh,
1: all right. So I was in Kirkwood. I actually, our first house, I went to Parkway okay. for the first half of kindergarten. Okay. And then we moved into Kirkwood proper, I guess we'll okay. say. Yeah. And at that point, then I went to Tillman Grade School in right. Kirkwood and... And ended up going over to what was North Junior High at the time. Okay. So we had seventh through ninth grade there. What building is it now? Uh, it's uh, Kirkwood North Kirkwood Mid- Middle oh, School. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. And uh, and they were middle school just like us, right. six through eight. Right. Um, but at that time, ninth grade was there, and as I went up as a tenth grader to Kirkwood Senior High, mm-hmm. then the ninth graders came up with us too, and they turned into a middle school and, and, and a regular high school. Yeah. So how was high school for you? Um, well, to be honest, I, I, uh, I, I hate to say this, I was a little bit of a slacker. Uh-oh. Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I read a lot. I did what I needed to, um, you know, but I didn't really perform to potential, yeah. so to speak. Well,
0: you um, knew you could. You just didn't feel like you needed to put in the
1: effort, right? Uh, was, yeah, pretty much. And <laughs> so...
0: But in general, what was your experience like? Did you play any sports when you were in high school? Did you do anything uh, outside of
1: freshman just year, going to school? I ran the one mile in the uh, track and field. Yeah. Uh, sophomore year, I was on the wrestling team. Okay. 119. All right. Um, 119. 119. <laughs> uh, junior, just a little guy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Gen- wiry. Yeah, right. Wiry. <laughs> um, junior year, I ran cross country. All right. Yeah. Um, How'd you you like that? The cross country, it was great because all these things I did to get in better shape for hockey. Yeah, you're right. Everything was about hockey. So um, cross country got me in the shape where I could just out-skate everyone else because I was in such good shape. I could go full bore all game, and at the end I was still going the same speed, and everyone else was tired. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, you graduate from Kirkwood, Kirkwood, and then what? uh, I went to southwest missouri oh actually i took a year off okay i went and lived in utah on lake powell and worked cool. on lake powell uh at a houseboat resort oh wow uh, where we rent out houseboats and um, that's kind of cool yeah was that yeah. a cool experience it was great it's beautiful there
0: get paid to be in a, a place that's really
1: and really nice off you could take out the boats that weren't being rented right. and go swimming and fishing and Very water good. skiing and Yeah.
0: So you took a year off and then you went to Southwest.
1: I went to Southwest. Yeah. And, um, two years there, they had a program where you could go there and do the basics and then transfer into Rala. Okay. And so then I transferred into Rala and did my engineering management with, a uh, electrical engineering emphasis. Okay. And, uh, then I got out, and so should I just roll through all this? Yeah, okay. yeah
0: absolutely. What, so where'd you go? I mean, um, how did you get to teaching? That's where I'm, okay. I'm going. Well, it,
1: a lot leading up to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, started an asphalting company with my stepfather. All right. did asphalting and concrete driveways and parking lots and stuff. That but, is some dirty work, isn't oh, it? Hard, hot, dirty work. Right. Yeah. But it kept me in shape. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Everything was about hockey. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then I ended up a went to work for a computer manufacturer um, representative. And so then I used my engineering degree to, I was doing marketing and um, sales and tech uh, support and doing all that for uh, three, four or five years, something like that. Uh, But I had a four and a half state territory. So I was traveling in my car Mm -hmm. all over the place Mm -hmm. all the time and uh, kind of started getting tiring on that. And I actually lost that job because we lost our main product, which was 70% of the income of the company. Oh, geez. And it, yeah, they went direct once we got our, all the yep. clients set up for them. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so it was like, well, I gave myself you know, so many months and either I found a new job like that or I had been thinking about being a teacher for a long time. Yeah. And because all, all during school, I was tutoring people in math and yeah. science and stuff, yeah. and I said, okay, either I get the job I want or I'm mm-hmm. going to go back to school and get my education degree. Yeah. So. so you did that. Yep. And then where was your first landing spot? Uh, actually, Limburg School District. Okay. Over at... Uh,
0: at one of the middle schools or... Sparing Middle Sparing. School. Sparing, okay. Sparing, yeah. Which is where Dr. Boger is now. Which, okay, yeah.
1: right, right. She and I have talked about that yeah, a little right. bit. So I was there for two years. Okay. And um, then... It, It was kind of weird because the principal asked me to do a favor for him the second year. So he had me teaching math and science, and on paper I was teaching social studies, too, because I'm certified for all three. All right, all right. And um, he had me doing a remedial math course for the eighth graders to catch them up for Uh the ones who had flunked seventh grade math. Okay. So, you know, I, I... I'm going to brag here. I did really good at it. Um, I got—I think it was 92 percent of the kids great. to pass out of their seventh grade rem- remedial math, so they oh. only had to be taking their eighth eighth grade math because they were yeah. doing both concurrently. Right. right. And um, but the Lindbergh School District decided they weren't going to continue these remedial mm-hmm. classes. So when that year ended, they didn't have a spot for me. anymore. Yeah.
0: So then you were out of a job, basically. So I was out of
1: a job. Okay. So um, I went to, I guess it was UMSL probably, okay. and did one of the uh, um, career fairs there. For yeah, the, yeah. And uh, um, let's see, Mrs. Burleson and Tom Keller. Yeah. Uh, Sue Burleson, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, were there and hired me to On come the spot, work for huh? them.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that was when you then went to Crestview? Crestview, exactly okay. right. Yeah. And you spent how much time at Crestview then?
1: Uh, 11 years.
0: 11 years. Yeah. So so half of your teaching career was there, mm-hmm. half of it's here. Half of it's here. And uh, you switched, though. What made you want to get into when you saw like a library media position open? Because you had to go back to school for that too, right? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. What made you go into it? Um, it, it just seemed to be... A place where I'd be able to go in and work with more students um in some when I was doing my uh, education degree, mm-hmm. you know I did a lot of research on reading and standardized test scores and stuff, and everything points to a strong positive correlation between the amount of time spent reading really improves all the standard test scoring right. And it was like, you know, if I go here, I can help so many more kids. If I can just help them find a book that really interests them and gets them started on reading, Yeah, which is really, you know, I said I was a slacker in high school. Um, A friend of mine got me reading. I had stopped reading and he got me reading some science fiction and Mm -hmm. fantasy type books. Mm -hmm. And I did that all through high school. And that's what saved me because I was so busy reading all the time that my mind kept working at least it didn't shut down or anything Yeah,
0: well, very good because you know um, I'll never forget you coming in to our um, interview for the librarian um, because we were in the old library Mm -hmm. um, and we had a number of people who would be like ELA you know that were then getting into library and I think you might have been like the only one who was a math background coming into it and I I think we really kind of hmm that's kind of interesting, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the rest is history. So yep. here you here you've been, and uh, you made it through a, a big wholesale change of a, an <laughs> old library to a new one. Would you yeah. do that again?
1: Uh, yes, and I'd do it better <laughs> this time. Oh yeah, I, I know what's up and what needs to be done now. So. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. Well, it's been cool to see how this place has come alive over the years um, and how you continue to add things to it and uh, uh, allow us to invade your space, too, because right now we're doing the podcast from the the Makerspace uh, conference room. And, you know, you kind of leave this just to what whoever is going to come in and do their thing. So I appreciate that about you um big time because I think that um one of the things about the the library is it really is kind of a central hub for um the whole school community.
1: Well, and that's one, you know I've heard you say my space before and that's one thing I have to disagree with this <laughs> because it's it's not my space. The library is the school's and it's the ours, kids yeah. and I'm just here to try and help make it, you know, function. Yeah. So
0: Hey, so I gotta ask you: Do you have any pets? Uh, we do. We have a cat and a dog. Uh, both. Yes. All right. Do they pre- don't like each other. <laughs> do you prefer one over the other? Um, <laughs> putting you on the spot. How about Nathan? Does he prefer one over the other? Um, like them both. He he. They don't like each other, though. You
1: say they really don't like each other. <laughs> um, that's got to be an he interesting. He likes the cat. Okay. Uh, we had we had the cat Callie. She's a calico. Oh, yeah. Uh, first. And she is a lovey dovey cat. And if you're sitting there and the dog's not around, she'll just come and sit on your lap and, yep. and purr for you and yeah, everything. And she just
0: really likes to be around you. She
1: likes to be around people. And, and some Nathan, cats aren't N- like that. Yeah, Nathaniel's room <laughs> is off limits to Max the dog. Yeah. So she sleeps on his pillow next to oh, his head so, every night. Yeah. So She knows yeah. that that's
0: a safe space. Yeah,
1: exactly right. right? Yeah. Um, All right. So one last
0: question for you. If you had a time machine,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. what year would you want to visit?
1: Oh, wow. That's
0: a good one, right?
1: Well, I hadn't ever thought about anything like that. So is it just visit to observe, or do I get to go to that time I, I would, and participate? I would guess you could,
0: could interact and participate. I mean, the question is pretty open-ended. It just yeah, says, it really is. Uh, you know, if you had a time machine, what year would you want to visit?
1: Okay, well. And, 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 and put yourself in there. You Embed yourself into that year. I, I can give you a couple here. Oh, yeah? oh, I'd like to go back and see Da Vinci and, okay. and spend time with him and see his... Um, Invention side and his artistic side. Yeah. So I love both of that. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is I, I would be, even though I wouldn't want to go through high school again, I'd like to go back <laughs> and play on the high school hockey team. Yeah. You know, because I, I feel that I, I missed out by not doing that, but that was what needed to be at the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So those are the two times. Yeah. So about... Da 19- Vinci
1: would be pretty darn cool.
0: Well, that'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So one last thing, though. Do you have anybody you want to shout out to? You know, Nathaniel or... Oh, well,
1: of Because, you know... My, my wife and my son, yeah, Janice and Nathaniel, although to others, he now goes by Nate. Is he so Nate now? He's Nate now. Oh, I should yes. know this then. Yeah. No, that's okay. For the next okay. time I see him, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he's Nate, so... Well, it's
0: been crazy to watch him grow um, up here, you know, because... I think when, when you first started, he was just a young oh, I yeah. mean, how old is he now? 16, 17? He's seventeen? Seventeen. Seventeen. So and you've been here been about eleven, six. so six years, yeah. yeah. So it's been crazy
1: to watch our kids grow and mm-hmm. to see where they are now. Oh, he's yeah. doing well. He he is. He's really starting to find himself. He uh works at the Kirkwood Community Center in That's the summer. Cool. Good. He does cashier at the pool and the tennis courts. Excellent. And in the winter, he's working at the uh, ice rink. Sometimes he even has me as a boss. Oh, there you so, go. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
0: Tell him what to do. Hey, have you ever driven a Zamboni? I
1: drive it every Saturday. That is awesome. I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, yeah. Every Saturday I drive.
0: That's so cool.
1: They really are. They're fun. You know, they put new uh, studs on the wheels recently, but before that... You could really, you know, do lots of donuts on that thing and not hurt the ice at all. And yeah,
0: well, that's fun. I didn't realize you got to do the zamboni. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's so much fun. Well, Jim, I really appreciate you taking some time today. A big happy birthday to you. You're big twenty nine, right?
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. Right.
0: All right. Well, listen. Thank you so much. And you, do you know what the tagline is when we say goodbye? Um, If the show is called Mike's on, what do you think the tagline is? Probably Mike's off. Oh, look at you.
1: Thank you, sir. All right. I was going to tell you, Mike's on.
0: (laughs) Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.